Hi, I'm Jonathan Pennington, and this is the Human Flourishing Podcast. This podcast is a repository of a wide variety of sermons, lectures, interviews, and other resources that I've recorded over the years. Today's episode is part of the devotional series on the Sermon on the Mount I taught for Sojourn East. Okay, here we are. Um, We're going to finish up the Sermon on the Mount here with this great ending that Jesus gives in chapter 7, verses 13 through 27. And the reason we, we could take these as separate ones, but I want you to see that they actually all connect together as a three-part conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount. And you have three different images that happen, and you may have little headings in your Bible that kind of say something like this. Starting in 713, you have this image of the narrow and wide gates. Then in 715 through 23, you have true and false prophets. Um, your, your Bible may split it up into two, but I, I'd encourage you to think of 715 to 23 as, as the second part of this, as one group together. And then finally, you have the wise and foolish builders. How do these all fit together, and how do they relate to the whole Sermon on the Mount? Well, I think they are a very appropriate conclusion to what Jesus has been teaching all throughout, which I've described as a greater righteousness that looks like wholeness, the inside and the outside match, or the focus on the heart. And if you look at these three examples, you'll see that they all focus on this same idea, that the narrow and wide gates, and again, I've, I've preached some sermons on this. You can probably find online quite a few. I've preached this sermon a lot of places. Um, the narrow and wide gates, the idea there is, it may not, you may not think of it exactly, but the idea is that the narrow gate is the way of Jesus, not what not not to, that all of a sudden he's saying you just need to do a bunch of righteous things. The narrow gate is everything he's been teaching all the way through. The narrow gate of paying attention to who you are on the inside. The broad and easy gate, Jesus is saying, is just focusing on externals, just praying and almsgiving and fasting, not committing adultery, not murdering. He's saying that's actually the easy way. That's the broad way that leads to destruction. But going back to 520, you need to have a greater righteousness to enter. You see the same language of enter, to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now he's saying, how do you enter in? It's the narrow gate, the way that I'm saying, where you start to pay attention to the interior person, not just the exterior person. The true and false prophets, it's the same way. He's using the image of inside and outside, where you've got a, a person may look like one thing on the outside, but who they really are is who they are on the inside. And so he's warning disciples to be aware that there are going to be people like the Pharisees and scribes that look like good people on the outside, but their hearts are actually never connected to God so that the Lord will actually say to them at the end, I never knew you. Depart from me. Now, the point of these verses is not for you and me to doubt our salvation or something like that, because you and I are always mixed in our motives and all that we do. The point is for us not to be hoodwinked and to not overly value external performance of religious and spiritual people, including people in the church. Jesus is saying there are plenty of people that have it all together on the outside, but their hearts are actually far from God. And those people may look good, but don't honor them. Don't follow them. Don't think that they are somehow better than you. People who only have an external of righteousness without a heart that's attuned to God are not worthy of following. Um, again, my point is not for you to start judging, 7-1, judging everybody else, but just to be wise. 
and to not value external gifts over a heart. And you can see this, unfortunately. Sometimes you have people that are very talented and very gifted, and then when you talk to them, they're total jerks. That's a pretty good sign that, I'm not saying that necessarily they're a false prophet, they might just be immature or something, but just be aware that that external having it all together is not worthy of your respect. What matters is their heart. So pay attention to people's hearts, pay attention to your own heart too. And then the final one, wise and foolish builders, this concludes it all where Jesus is saying, if you, if you want to be my disciple, you need to listen to my words and do them. And what is the difference between a wise builder who survives the storms of life and a foolish builder? It's the foundation. It's the rock. It's rock versus sand. It's the thing you can't see in a house. And Jesus is saying, if you build your life on a rock that is listening to me and doing what I say, all that he said in the sermon and beyond, then you'll be a wise person who even in the storms of life will survive. But if, you're, if you build your house on sand, you may have a fancy, big external house, but if it's built on sand, it will all be washed away in trials of life and finally at judgment day. So once again, all these, this conclusion is reiterating the exact same thing Jesus has been saying all throughout these beautiful, these beautiful words in the Sermon on the Mount. God sees and cares about the heart. He wants you to become a whole person, to have a, a righteousness that is greater than just externals, but looking inside, being honest, turning to the Lord, the Father who cares for you, and saying, God, work in me a true and deep and lasting righteousness as I seek to be a follower of Jesus, as I take Jesus' yoke upon me, as I repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Thank you for listening to the Human Flourishing Podcast. To learn more or get in touch with me, visit my website, jonathanpennington.com.